Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for intel, forecasts, and success strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. This segment is brought to you by BOMI.org. Check them out. It's B-O-M-I. And they are the leader in facilities and property management training and classes. BOMI.org. Check them out. Today we're talking about retail and retail real estate, and I think it's been an incredible topic because retail is in such a state of flux all over the country. You know, we have tenants, big box tenants closing. We have retail kind of changing. We have technology and online sales still still growing, and it's been it's interesting because I think there's a lot of opportunities around retail real estate. Think about it; it's good real estate usually. And while some of these older retailers are having trouble. There's also new retailers that are doing well. So today we're going to talk to an economist analyst and find out what's going on in the market and get uh, her view. And we're going to talk to someone about some technology impacting uh, retail real estate. And then we're going to talk to someone doing uh, video marketing that you might want to know about related to uh, retail. Then I'll final, uh, finish the show up with some investment tips to work today. Please welcome my first guest, Barbara Denham, and Barbara's senior economist with Reese, and she's joining us on the phone. Barbara, good to talk to you again. Thank you, Michael. Good to talk to you, too. Well, Barbara, you know, as I said in the intro, there's, there's stores closing, out, and retail seems to be in a state of flux. A lot of the the press, if you're not in commercial real estate, may, people may think it retail's dying out. What do you see for performance around the country? Well, we, uh, we track statistics on uh, different property types. We look at the mall statistics nationally, and we look at neighborhood and community shopping centers, both nationally, regionally, and uh, by metro. And let me just start with the bad news, which is that the mall vacancy rate really jumped in the quarter. It went from 8.6% last quarter to 9.1% in the mm. third quarter. And that was really due to a number of Sears and Bonton stores that closed this quarter. A lot of them closed in, um, right after Labor Day. So what that did was uh, it really it really impacted the mall. After all the, the months of saying stores are closing, stores are closing, mm-hmm. well, they really, really closed in the third quarter, and we saw that in the mall statistics. When's the last time you've seen vacancy jump like that? Uh, not since the last cycle, 2009. So that was the biggest jump since the, you know, the housing bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was pretty significant. Yeah, that's amazing. So well, there's certain markets impacted more than others? Well, on our neighborhood and community shopping centers statistics, which really looks at um, uh, mall statistics are, are, are uh, properties that are generally enclosed and bigger with an anchor store. Community shopping centers are not the enclosed um, malls. They're more like the outdoor, the strip centers. Now, those are the, what we track on a much more uh, thorough, uh, detailed basis, and they're a much bigger part of the retail inventory. The vacancy rate for those properties was flat. It was 10.2%. It had jumped uh, from 10.0% to 10.2% in the second quarter, all because of the Toys R Us and Babies R Us closures. But they stayed flat in the third quarter, which means a lot of the the impact from the big store closings have been already incorporated into the statistics. So we're not as fearful that we're going to see a big jump in vacancy rate uh, going forward in that category. So 10.2% vacancy in these types of retail properties. And to put it in perspective, um, how was that traditionally speaking, uh, you know, when you go back 10 years or so when maybe uh, retail was doing well? 
Well, uh, it has, you know, even in this cycle, it has um, fallen to a low of 9.8%, uh, and it's generally been in the 10 to 10.6% range. Um, even historically, uh, it was never really above uh, 12%, so the, the, the retail statistics don't uh, go up and down quite as much as um, the, uh, the office market or the apartment market. There's generally a... Uh, a pretty good um, uh, it's pretty steady, balance yeah. in the in the types of stores. Yeah, and uh, what, what do you expect moving forward, Barbara? I mean, it, we're flat there. We've got increase in mall vacancy, but that may have been a big jump from you know, Sears and these types of stores closing. What, what would you expect moving forward? Well, we expect to see um, uh, probably a flat vacancy rate. It might go up a little bit more, but we really don't see much in the way of um, that much movement in occupancy. So what we have uh, anecdotal data on is that a lot of these properties have already, they, they, they knew they were closing, so they've already, um, a lot of the landlords have uh, redeveloped the property or have plans to redevelop the property. A lot of them have kind of uh, retailers or other users uh, on the wings waiting to take over the space. For example, a lot of the properties, big box anchors, are either convert, going to be converted into grocery stores. Some will be converted into self-storage facilities. Some are, are even getting redeveloped as hotels. So I, a lot of the, um, the malls and the, and the retail sector, I think we're still going through a lot of correction, a lot of um, restructuring. And I think most properties, if they haven't done some kind of major renovation or major kind of uh, re-anchor, uh, release to an, a new anchor, they really, really should. Because you really need um, better, uh, something to draw people to your retail center, either new entertainment, new restaurants, um, a better spa or a, a you know anchor tenant. Uh, one of the biggest things we're seeing in the trends is that one of the biggest new occupiers of space are gyms. So gyms and fitness centers are taking up a lot of space in uh, retail shopping centers, which is good because it, it brings a lot of foot traffic. And there's just, you know, it's really a sign of our healthier economy. People are spending more, more money on gym memberships than they are on, say, new clothes. And healthier people, right? <laughs> yeah, and so, Barbara, if you're seeing uh, vacancy uh, remain a little flat in those types of retail properties, how much of that is from the lack of new supply and some of these properties kind of being uh, demolished? What do you what do you see there on new supply levels? Yeah, we still see uh, some construction in the pipeline. So, um, and I think that's just very endemic to the industry. People want the new, new, and they want to get rid of the old. So even some of the current shopping centers are getting torn down with plans to rebuild, you know, new shopping centers with nicer facilities, better parking. Um, uh, so we are seeing a lot of uh, demolitions and conversions, but we're also seeing a lot of construction in the pipeline. And as you probably are aware, a lot of the new retail coming online is in mixed-use properties. So these kind of... Um, uh, what do you call them, lifestyle centers, where it's a new apartment building built with, uh, you know, a grocery store and a coffee shop in, in, uh, in the base, in the retail space, maybe a, a bit of a WeWork or a, a workspace there as well. Um, so a lot of people are liking these new properties where you can live and shop in the same facility. Uh, so it's always going to be new. It's all, you know, the fresher a retail space is, the better it does. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. And the, the mixed use is the way to go. If you're not in a vibrant market that has a vibrant downtown where it already is mixed use, then these mixed use developments make a lot of sense. You know, and Barbara, we sell shopping centers around the southeast, and uh, maybe it's just the ones that we sell, but we're tending to see cap rates starting to rise a little bit on these properties. What are you guys seeing around the country? We're seeing a very similar picture. Um, cap rates are definitely up. They're about 8%. Uh, these last two quarters, they've held pretty steady this year, but they're up from about an average of about 77 7.5% last year. Now, there's a lot of volatility in the retail property cap rates because the cap rates are derived by what trades that quarter. So they are increasing, but I, I think what we're seeing is some of the better properties are trading, and that's why they aren't increasing by more um, because, uh, you know, a better, the higher quality of property is the lower the cap rate. And, yeah. Um, so they're still increasing, but I think they would probably be increasing more if, if the same types of um, properties were trading as they were a year ago. Right. And if you look at the average, so you kind of average things, it looks like they've come up, you know, maybe uh, 50 basis points then maybe in a year. So what would you expect moving forward? A similar pattern, a similar pattern. I think they'll continue to go up. I mean, there's still restructuring going on. It's still an, uh, an asset class that you really have to know your um, your your, uh, your your market for so there's not a lot of people uh, competing for uh, to buy some of these properties unless they're considering to tear it down and building it as a development site. Um, you know, a lot of there's still demand for say apartment um, properties when an apartment goes for sale. You know, you have a lot of investors, not a lot of investors in retail properties. Uh, it has to be like a niche investor that really knows the property, really knows how to um, manage. Uh, uh, you know, the property that they're buying. Um, so I, I think cap rates will continue to go up at least, you know, another 50 basis points in a year. And Barbara, what do you see as an economist related to retailers right now? Is, is consumer confidence still good and, and the job market still good? What's kind of the outlook there for retailers? I think the economy is still good. Consumer confidence is great. Um, disposable income is starting to trickle up a little bit, and certainly the um, job market is good. In fact, I, I should point out that when I'm looking at rents, rent growth on the West Coast was higher. Retail rents went up higher on the West Coast and places like Austin than it did elsewhere, and that's really driven by not just job growth but income growth because most of the jobs that are adding in those uh, that have been added in those cities are tech-related. So I think the overall economic conditions are great. I just think retailers still have to, it's, it's not even they're competing against economic forces, they're competing against this e-commerce behemoth, uh, whether it's Amazon or any other kind of online retailer. So you have to stay relevant, you have to get people into your store, and if you can, you should have some kind of online presence so that people might want to come into your store, but if they don't necessarily want to buy at the time, they can at least buy whatever you're selling online. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, and then having a great mix of retailers, right, that, that brings in that experience. And we're bringing a couple yeah. centers uh, on the market here in a few days that uh, are kind of all uh, Amazon-resistant, if you will, types mm -hmm. of tenants that, uh, that, that, that online doesn't really impact them because of what they do. And, uh, well, Barbara, what would you leave our audience with related to uh, retail or retail properties to think about? 
Well, I, I, the other thing we didn't discuss was how restaurants are doing so well. I mean, restaurant job growth is is, is one of the strongest um, industries in the in the country right now. So, you know, there there is a, just a very um, interesting uh, change going going on in the retail space, which is we're seeing more entertainment, more restaurants, more gyms, more spa-like features, and the more a, a retailer kind of appeals to that need. Uh, that experiential retail uh, dollar, uh, the better they will do going forward. Yeah, well, the good point. Barbara, good information as usual. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. If you like more information from uh, Reese, check them out at reese.com. That's R-E-I-S. They do a good job of tracking the commercial real estate market. And uh, stay with us. We're going to have more. Like I said, we're going to have somebody talk to us about video marketing, somebody talk about technology. And then I'll end the show with some investment tips that work for retail in today's market. Stay with us. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show.